How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Personal Finance Takeover. My name's Sean. This is my co-host, Fabian. And today we have an interesting topic, and it's going to be kind of going over how to take control of your money. And how do you do that? That's going to be through budgeting. So let's go ahead and just explain what budgeting is in the first place, why it's important, and then we'll kind of go over the outline of the whole show. Yeah, so a budget is important because it helps you track your income and your expenses, Mm -hmm. which will ultimately help you take control of your money, like you said earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Best of all, it'll help you build a strong foundation for your future self. So if you're able to develop a plan, stick to it, you know, in 5, 10, 15 years down the line, your future self is going to be so grateful at your past self for putting that plan in place Mm -hmm. in order to to better yourself. But one thing when uh, calculating a budget, just keep in mind that uh, when you develop this these plans that you're using your after-tax, so your net income. So right. don't use your gross. You want to know how much money you're actually bringing home, mm-hmm. that, you know, the paycheck that actually hits your bank right. account to to build out your plan from that. So mm-hmm. um, let's talk about the, the different methods we're going to be discussing today. Yeah, so we're going to jump into the savings first method, and then we'll go into another one called ZBB or zero-based budget. And we'll jump on one more in this show. We'll be talking about the 50, 30, 20 uh, budgeting setup. And then after that, we'll talk about some of our personal preferences and how you could mix this all up if you really want to. So let's jump into the very first one and just uh, talk a little bit about that whole savings first one. Cool. So some people like to refer to this one as pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people call it savings first, but this is probably my favorite budget type because Mm -hmm. Before you look at all your expenses, before you start paying, mm-hmm. you actually pay yourself first. Right. So you um, you decide whether it's a percentage mm-hmm. or a set dollar amount, and yeah. you actually commit to that. And every time you get paid, you move that money to your savings. And from there, you can mm-hmm. split it up to if you want it to go to your emergency fund, you want it to go to your retirement account, uh, you want it to go to a vacation fund, a car yeah. fund, whatever. Or you can split it up. But the, the goal is to pay yourself first before uh-huh. you cover any other expenses. So okay. this one is a really powerful one. I enjoy it because I like seeing, you know, money get moved into my savings account and just watching it grow. So even if it's mm-hmm. a couple of dollars each time I get paid or whatever the amount, I mm-hmm. just like personally, I like seeing that money grow in there and just have a really good sense of satisfaction right. when, you know, money's falling in there. So mm. uh, this is a really good method. But, you know, when I was younger, I did the reverse of this. So mm-hmm. I did the um, pay myself last. So yeah. when I was younger, I would get paid, you know, I'd pay all my expenses, go out, have fun. Right. And then at the end of the, of, of the week, mm-hmm. when I was going to get paid again, I'd t- I would say, okay, whatever's left over, I'll save right. it. And usually it, there was nothing left over. Right. Either. I overspent, I right. put stuff on my credit card or there was just no money left over. So mm-hmm. it was just a, a, a routine that happened for a couple of years until I finally, you know, mm-hmm. one day decided to, Hey, I really got to take control of my finances. And yeah. Got to gotta better myself, better my situation. So that's when right. uh, I started looking at different, um, you know, budget types, budget yeah. methods and stuff. And this one's the one that I, I really personally. So so with the savings first method, how you're saying you put your money first into the savings. So you pay yourself first yep. and that could be like an emergency fund or it could be uh, maybe an investment depending on where you're at in your financial journey. Absolutely. So, so you set that certain amount aside that what is that a percentage or a set amount like it, how do you do that it can be a percentage so mm-hmm. if you if you feel comfortable with doing like 10 percent, 20 percent, or a, a set dollar amount 
200, 300, whatever mm. you decide. Yeah. But just make sure you commit to it and you stick to it. So okay. um, if you, you know, if, if you're comfortable with the percentage and you worked out the the numbers and a mm. percentage makes sense for you, then yeah. do a percentage. Okay. If uh, you don't feel comfortable, if you have a variable um, income, mm-hmm. then maybe do a set dollar amount. So yeah. just commit to saving $500 every month, 200, right. 100, whatever you can. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone has different income levels, have mm-hmm. different levels of, of finances. So mm-hmm. I think just, Coming up with that number and sticking with it, that's the most important part. Yeah. So you got the savings and then you pay all your must-have expenses, all that stuff. Exactly. Uh, so all your bills are taken care of. You're not going to go over on anything. Exactly. And then whatever is left over, what then do you do with it? I, I personally, I look at that as fun money. Okay. So I already took care of my future self. Mm-hmm. I took care of, you know, um, paying all my my necessary bills. Mm-hmm. And then whatever's left over, to me, that's free money. Yeah. Whether, you know, I go out there and, and spend it or maybe I just keep, you know, sit in my account until mm-hmm. I build up a decent amount and then do something big with it. It's just, I look at it as it's, it's, it's fun money. You already okay. took care of yourself. You took care of your, your expenses and now right. you have leftover money. That's access. Go have fun with it. So. Okay. And then like, what about in the case, like say you still have some debt that you're paying off. Say you have a credit card, yeah. you have a balance. Where does that go in the whole? Is that from the savings part? Is that from your expenses part? That like, would be from your expenses part. Mm-hmm. And, and that's actually a really good point that you brought up. So mm-hmm. if you have extra money at the end of the, mm-hmm. so, you know, you paid yourself first, you paid your expenses and you say you have like $200 left over at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And you can actually use that money to accelerate your your debt payments. So right. you can actually send an extra $100, an extra $150 or even an extra $50 to your yeah. credit card or student loans just to pay them off faster so again it's all up to you what you decide to do with that free mm-hmm. money but uh, it's a really good good point you know use it to accelerate some of your your debt payment plan and repayments yeah. and stuff so all right so the savings first was interesting i like how it's approached with setting that money aside for yourself yeah. and the savings and then going from there now there is a couple other different budgeting types that we'll look at and uh the one that i'm going to go over is the zbb budget or zero based budget and this is something I personally use. So the first thing is, what is it? And that's going to be where you track your incoming money. So however much you make, and then you track all of your expenses and everything that you need to put money aside for. And it just ends up having every single dollar that you make is assigned to something so that it equals zero at the end. So it's zero based budget. So just just to make sure I understood it correctly. So every dollar that you have coming in so mm-hmm. from your income gets yeah. assigned to something so it's right, allocated right. whether it's to doesn't matter either mm-hmm. savings uh a need a want yeah any type of expense mm-hmm. and then at the end you're just left with zero so right. there's no money left over at the end of the month so right. everything got assigned and has a purpose yeah and that works out great if you have you know how much you're going to make every single yeah. two weeks or but like for me i'm self-employed and my income varies a bit so i like to approach it with like for my income, I put it at whatever I think like the the lowest I could possibly make in a month is what I uh, budget for. And then I assign all of those dollars to something. And if I make more than that, then I assign whatever's left over to something so that every dollar is accounted for uh, and it gets attacked at whatever. Yeah, I'm going that's for. actually that's yeah. actually really smart. So just budget like what the most like basic expenses you have mm-hmm. because you know you're going to at least make that amount mm-hmm. and then whatever is above that then that's kind of like more money so you can mm-hmm. use that to either tackle on more debt or right. or, or whatever whatever yeah. you have upcoming that month so no that's good yeah that's really good. and it's kind of like it's really detailed so i break it off into like 
the main expenses like health insurance, life insurance, all that stuff's taken care of. Your if you have like an auto loan or credit cards, anything like that, it's all taken care of. But then I also break it off into like pocket cash. So my wife and I, we both have pocket cash. Like, nice. all right, here you get this amount, I get this amount, and we can do whatever I want with it. And that's built into our budget. So it's not like a surprise every single time. No, yeah. Yeah. Because that last thing you want is when, you know, you think you're you're accounting for these dollars. Mm -hmm. You think you're gonna, you know, track them and then Mm -hmm. surprise, you ended up spending a lot more than what you had budgeted for. So that's good that you built it like that. How long have you been using this plan for? A little over a year now and I really like it. Like it's a little bit more uh if you really like to like see every single thing, like you're counting all the transactions and putting yeah. them into categories and stuff like that. I just like that. It's something that I personally, I mentally just work better with a budget where I understand every single dollar. Right. Uh, I know that's not for everybody. Not everybody right. wants to do that. And it could get a little bit overwhelming because you might like spend a little bit more in your restaurant section uh, right. this month. And then uh, you're just like, oh, I messed up my budget. So now you get discouraged. But you, that just means next month you simply maybe you have to budget a little bit more for that and take from something else. Right. As long as it equals out to zero and you're not going over uh, or you're not spending more than you're making, then you're still hitting that zero-based budget. You just move things around as needed. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you, Sean, for covering the zero-based uh, budget. Let me go mm-hmm. over the 50, 30, 20 budget type. So right. for the 50, 30, 20 budget type, this is where you take your net income, mm-hmm. so what you're bringing in, um, you know, for that paycheck or for the month and you divide it up the dollar amount. So 50% goes Mm. to needs. Right. So think of what you need to survive. You need food, Mm -hmm. you need a roof over your head. So, you know, rent, mortgage, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you need a car, you need gas, you need insurance, all that stuff. Okay. 30% is more your wants. So this, this is money that goes into like eating out, Mm -hmm. you know, it's stuff that you, you don't necessarily, you can live without. So like a okay. Netflix subscription, anything mm-hmm. like that. And then 20% of your paycheck goes into savings. Oh, so okay. savings, it, it would go. And then from that point, you can divide it, divide it up to however you want. Mm-hmm. So the hardest thing about this one is to really categorize the expense as to whether it's a need or a want. Right. I think sometimes yeah. that we struggle to, to be able to distinguish between the two. Right. We look at a need 
And uh, or we look at a want mm-hmm. and sometimes we try to justify it as a need when it's like in reality, yeah. you don't need it. Right. So but by by allocating 30 percent of that, mm-hmm. that's up to you. So if you want to, you know, 30 percent of, of your pay, you want it strictly, you know, you want it for restaurants, you want yeah. it for eating out or you want it to buy the new shoes that are coming out mm-hmm. or whatever. And you have that money for that. So right. that way, as long as you're sticking to that and you're committing to those percentages, mm-hmm. uh, you will, you know, help take over your finances. Because I think the biggest mm-hmm. thing is saving that 20% of your your income every every time you get paid. Right. But just one thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to stick to those percentages as they are. You right. can you have the flexibility to move them. So if you want to, you know, do more like, you know, 60% needs, 20% wants, 20% savings. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to, you know, be more aggressive with your savings, then you cut back on on maybe some of your wants. It's entirely up to you. The good thing about these budgets is that, you know, you just got to develop a plan that works for you mm-hmm. and something that you're going to actually commit to and right. actually work towards. Because if you're, okay. if you build this awesome plan, but you're struggling to keep up with it or you're not able to, uh, you know, just, just play around with it, mess with it. Maybe yeah. take a little bit from the savings first, take a little bit from the ZBB and a little mm-hmm. bit of the 50, 30, 20, develop a plan, call it my own personal plan right. and just stick to it and commit to it. And you'll mm-hmm. see that, you know, in three months, you'll start seeing a difference. You'll yeah. start seeing that money in your savings, which will yeah. really excite you and keep you motivated. Mm-hmm. And then six months go by a year. And once you start seeing that that growth in, in your savings that you actually have money left over at the end of each pay period, yeah. it's 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 going to keep you motivated and keep you going. So Definitely. Um, yeah, so that was basically the the 50, 30, 20 um, budget type. But again, it, it doesn't have to be strictly to those percentages. You can mm-hmm. you have the flexibility to change them as as you right. see fit for you. And like with that 50, 30, 20, some of the the percentage base, like say like with that 50% with your like expenses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you add up all your expenses, like you must pay these and they end up equaling, say it's 60% of your income, uh, then that kind of gives you the number like, oh man, I'm not hitting the 50%. Well, maybe the 60% is where you're at right now. And maybe after you pay down some debt or something like that, you could get rid of those expenses that you have to pay. Then it'll all adjust, but just like set it to what fits you. Exactly. And then if if you, like you, like you mentioned, you add up all your expenses, you like your actual needs Mm -hmm. and it it is 60, then you just got to tweak the other percentages. So like the want, maybe you you scale that back mm-hmm. to 20 and then you leave savings at 20 still. Right. But I think the important part, I, I think with any budget type is you just got to make sure you're, you're setting mm-hmm. money aside for, for savings. Yeah. And like with that 20% in the savings, like we've talked about this a little bit in the savings first one, but also in this one, in that savings, that's accounting for like, say you have to, you want to pay down debt. Say you're, you have a credit card that's just eating away at you and you're just like, I need to focus on this. Is that in the savings percentage, that 20%? That, that's entirely up to you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, you know, increase the if the minimum payments, if it's under the needs, because mm-hmm. you need to pay your credit card every yeah. month. If, if you're setting up a, a good plan and you want to, you know, focus on paying that off first, and mm-hmm. maybe you scale back a little bit on your savings just for temporarily, mm-hmm. just to allow you more money to tackle on that debt, okay. so to, to pay it off faster. So again, there is no one size fits right. all. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for, for any finance, you know, uh, routine or anything, but yeah. just develop your own style, stick to it and, mm-hmm. and see what works for you. All right. So let's go ahead and look at a little bit of a personal preference here. We went over these three different ones. I know there's uh, way of mixing them? Do you do that? Or do you stick to one? And how long have you been sticking to the budget that you currently use right now? Yeah. So when it comes to the budget types, there's mm-hmm. a ton. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, covering these three were probably the best ones. That's mm-hmm. why we picked these three. Yeah. 
But for me personally, I would probably say I do a combination between the savings first and mm. the 50, 30, 20. Okay. Because um, I, I set an amount uh, each month that I, I just go strictly to savings. I don't even mm -hmm. see it. It goes straight into savings. It drops into my savings account. Just automated. Automated. Yeah. I don't even see it. And then, um, but I always make sure that that's taken care of first. So before okay. I pay my mortgage or any other bill, like mm -hmm. that has to happen first before okay. I start covering other bills. So I've been doing that for a while. You know, I, I started doing budgets back when I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. Wasn't really committed as as much as I could have. Yeah. You know, I, I tried doing it, but I think as as I, I tweaked them and I just got better. So I've been mm -hmm. sticking to a pretty good budget for the last few years. And uh, it's been working for me. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it's not easy because at the beginning it, it was kind of hard to, to live on a budget and, and, you know, set all this money aside. Cause last thing you want to do is, you know, when you're in your twenties, you want to go have fun and not yeah. think of, of having to save money. But right. the earlier you start, yeah. the better you're going to be. So even mm -hmm. if you're only saving, you know, 50 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month or, or, you know, a hundred bucks a month, uh, or paycheck and all that's going to, by the time you get 30, you're going to have a pretty nice uh, yeah. amount saved up. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. What nice. about, what about you? What, what, I know you mentioned you yeah. you do CBB and you've been doing it for about a year, but talk a mm -hmm. little bit about your experience, how you got there. Yeah, like I, for a long time, just didn't do a budget at all. And I was like, I, I know how much money I'm making. I know that like I could afford this. And when you actually do a budget and you actually see where your money's going and you like track it and you're just like, oh man, like I was spending so much money on restaurants. I was spending so much money on like stuff that I didn't necessarily need. Then it kind of, it gets you to think, you know, were so. You, were you prioritizing savings? No. Any types of savings, whether it be retirement or, or vacation? Before budgeting, or, not at all. Like, yeah. it was just like. So whatever you brought in, well, you just. You yeah, just, it was like, I made money, I paid my bills, and I was like, the rest is for whatever I want. And that's okay. it. That's all I did. So I did that for a long time. And then I was like, all right, I'm not getting anywhere with this. Yeah. And implemented the budgeting. The zero-based budget is something that is attractive to me because like, I like to just jump into things full force. Right. Like, I don't want to just like, oh, let me try to find an easy way. I'm just like, I really want to know every single detail about it. And it really just worked for me. So that's why I personally use that zero-based budget. Nice. The detail just mentally for me works. And fully committed and, and, and everything. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. So Has there been any months where you where you had to um, rework it or, or make some changes? Oh, yeah, definitely. So like in the beginning, there was a lot of reworking. And then after a while, you see a trend of like, yeah. okay, I'm spending a little bit less in this section. So maybe I can move that money into something else. So I did that a couple of times. And then just recently, after a little over a year, I was like, I want to rework my whole budget again, mm -hmm. just like tweak it and uh, kind of like life changes, right? Yeah, so absolutely. you have different priorities from when you did back, like whenever you started it. So you just adjust your budget to whatever your priorities yeah. are. And that's what I recently did. And uh, we're focusing on certain things that we weren't focusing on before now. And it's just something that fits our lifestyle right now. So, yeah, no, it's good. And I think what people got to remember, too, is that, you know, some of these expenses are seasonal, too. Mm -hmm. So we know every year Christmas comes oh, at, yeah. in December or the right. holidays. You know, birthdays mm -hmm. always come the same time every year. Yeah. So I think, you know, planning for those, even though like mm -hmm. the last thing you want to do is be in February and start budgeting out for, yeah. for December. But if, if you're able to start that early mm -hmm. and, you know, you set a couple of dollars aside, it's yeah. so much less, you're going to feel it a lot less. And if you wait till October, November mm -hmm. to actually budget for it, 
So if your goal was to get a thousand dollars, if you spread it out among ten months, yeah, and it's not a lot, it's a hundred dollars right. each month. But yeah. if you wait for like October, then yeah. you're gonna have to save five hundred dollars every month. And yeah, that might be a little that, disencouraging, and I think that's when people get into trouble and start dipping to their savings. So I think yeah. just thinking of stuff like that, it built into your budget. Mm-hmm. I think you know helps you prepare and, and and actually take care of your finances a lot. Right, better. and that's something that I forgot to touch on, which is something I do is like, say for, like you said, Christmas presents or birthdays. So I have like a gift section in my budget and it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna spend around a certain amount. Let's just say it's $1,200. So starting from the beginning, uh, whenever your budget starts, just every month putting in whatever, $100 a month. Yeah, because now you know that money's set for for that expense. Yeah, so now you have $100 a month set aside for these gifts and say a birthday comes. All right, let me just take from that $100 a month that I've been saving up. Christmas comes. All right, let me just take from that money I've already been putting aside for every single month instead of that like, oh man, $1,200 in (laughs) December. What am I going to do? Like, So so I guess I'm I'm pretty... uh, you know, happy to know that you've been saving up for my birthday present <laughs> yeah. for a few months. <laughs> so you know, I just uh, I reworked my budget and I, <laughs> I didn't let me out of it. I'm out of the equation. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't put a, a Fabian gift budget. Sorry, it's funny. But uh, no, good. Well, good conversation. Good topic. Yeah. I think we covered a lot of uh, uh, important information. I mm-hmm. think hopefully it gets you know people talking. Hopefully, you know, our audience is you know committing to their own personal budgets mm-hmm. and you know feel free to let us know what budget type works for you yeah. or if you developed an, your own or, or whatever let us know in the comments uh that way you know we read everything you guys leave down there and um yeah it's always good to see or hear what other people say so. yeah share this with a friend if you think it'll be useful for them maybe you have a friend that's not too good with money they might need to know how to budget so share this with them and yeah thank you guys again we'll see you on the next one peace, peace.